voicemail. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm living the dream over in Toronto. I'm living the dream in Peterborough. It's actually so nice out today. It's making me very happy. I went for a walk um, with Lemon through the forest by a creek, and it was very uh, refreshing to my soul. That's awesome. We I have not been outside today. Well, we've walked, obviously, but our normal walks, because we've been doing the flooring downstairs all day. Have you finished? Almost. We're super close. So So are you just going to put the big hutch and the big couch just right back where they were? No, no. no. It's all moving around. Oh. You'll see. <laughs> I shall see someday. It's It's... Yeah, it's already, I mean, everything's kind of all over the place down there right now. Furniture is in the weirdest spots and because we're just moving it over so that we can put the flooring down. But um, once, like, they're not going to be too far off from, anyway, it doesn't matter. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> Everyone will see. I'll post. I've done before pictures. I just have to obviously do after pictures once. We reached that point. Very riveting to our our listeners. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they love it. Um, I read something on like a a podcast post that was like, tips for your podcast. It was like, don't ramble on about random things at the beginning. (laughs) Oh, I disagree with that. Some of my favorite podcasts do that in the beginning. They go on for like 20 minutes about their own because they do their like updates or whatever. And that's what that's my favorite part about them. Mark Marin does that and I always skip it. Really? Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, well, all right. My favorite part of a lot of them. Um, well, okay, speaking of that, do you have anything big to preface at all? or Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, same. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Literally, I just look forward to Wednesdays. Survivor just keeps me going. I have to look forward to Thursdays because I don't have cable, but I watch it. <laughs> the next day and same with Saturdays for me because RuPaul is on on Fridays and I love RuPaul Uh, well I don't know if you noticed this Maddie but I really jumped up in our survivor pool oh my god I'm doing I was so ahead for so long and then I just I know you were like fifth out of like 47 or whatever it is and now I'm way down at the bottom (laughs) anyways um Let's talk about Alex Strangelove. Yes, let's do it. Do you want to do your trivia, for, or not your trivia, but your facts first? Sure. Um, okay, dear listeners. That's what Anna Ferris says. Dear listeners. Um, it was written and directed by Craig Johnson. It is starring Daniel Tehenny, Madeline Wein- Weinstein. That's too bad she has that last name. Um, and what? Harvey Weinstein. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. I was like, what do you mean? I don't get it. Nah, duh. Okay. Antonio Marziel and Daniel Zalgadri. Daniel Zalgadri is your favorite character. Del? Yeah. I love him. It premiered June 8th, 2018. It's rated TVMA, whatever that means. And the logline is... Alex, high school class president, nerd, and a straight-A student, has been dating Claire a long time. They decide to sleep together, but then he meets a gay guy, and he's confused. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think the general concept of the logline is accurate, except I don't like that last 
bit, he meets a gay guy and then is confused because it makes it sound like he's just confused in general about what a gay person is. But <laughs> it, he's confused, confused about his sexuality, which yes. or he makes a gay, he, it should be like he meets a gay guy and questions his sexuality or something like that. There needs to be a slight change at the end there. Maddie, you are so right. I'm so proud of you. You know what I mean? You're like a writer. Thank you. We um, So we watched this sort of together. Mm-hmm. As well as a couple other people, we watched it on a Netflix party this past weekend, um, which I really enjoyed. So this was your first time doing a Netflix party. Well, you've done them with me, but with I, our I've listeners. only this is my second time. The first time was Titanic, <laughs> with just me, with just you, and that's that's hard to beat. But I really enjoyed watching it. Um, Alex Strange Love with you. We had three other people join. That was fun. Yeah, I thought it was. We had Jenna. Nicole and Candace, I believe. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but that was fun. I liked that. It was so fun. I I loved it so much. Um, because nobody, I had seen it once, eight, like when it came out, when it was on, um, when it went on Netflix, I watched it by myself at some point in my life. Nothing really notable about it. And I don't really remember liking it that much i mean i thought it was fine i remember being like yeah okay this is great whatever but moving on and being like i'm never gonna watch this again um but then anyway this time when we watched it i was the only one in the group who had seen it in fact some of the people hadn't even heard of it right and um that was interesting because like obviously i knew it was gonna happen for the most part if i remembered but it was interesting like hearing what other people were um expecting or what their reactions were to everything which I loved obviously yeah I I quite liked it like I thought the dialogue was really refreshing and it wasn't cheesy or cliche um Daniel Doheny or whatever who played Alex I thought he was perfect because he was like so cute and charming and like not your typical gay character but you also like there was an underlying quality to him where you're like you're like, okay, well, I don't know how to say this without being being rude, but you can kind of get the vibe that maybe he's not straight, but not in a cliche way. Yeah, sure. Like, he was very, he was very, conf- not confused, that's the wrong word, but he was um, almost startled by sexuality in general. Like, and by that, I mean, not just like what you identify as, but just the general of sex. He was very, um, all of his friends were very expressive about, like, where they've had sex and the craziest place they've had sex. And, oh, they want to have sex with this person, this person, this person. And even the girls in his life are always talking about it. And everything is about sex and blah, blah, blah. And then he's just kind of, like, trying to get through school. Um, I know. I actually felt so bad for him because I'm like, it's one thing to be a girl and to be like, ah, I'm scared and I'm not ready. That's, like, more acceptable when a guy is like, I don't think I'm ready. Like, they're, like, so ridiculed. Yeah. Like, as soon as his friends found out that, like, he wants to wait till it's special, they're all like, you're gay. Yeah, And, yeah. like, being so rude. And I'm like, oh, guys have it hard because, like, you get called names if you, if you like, don't feel ready or whatever. Well, there's expectations, I think. I mean, there's expectations for girls, too, but I think there's a lot for guys because they, like, are expected to be, like, these horny teenagers. And if yeah. they're just not, they're, like, freaks or gay or whatever um I don't know if you found this way like found uh felt this way like I felt like 
guys were like really intrigued by me because they knew I was inexperienced and they were like, ooh, like Carly. But like when a guy is inexperienced, people are like, oh. Yeah. No, I can see. I see what you mean for sure. Um, so let's go through this movie a little bit because I doubt that a lot of people have seen it, seeing as nobody knew what it was when we watched it. They but... should. It's great. Ooh, sorry. Got a little texty there. Little text that was super loud. <laughs> um, so let's go through the movie a little bit. So we have Alex Strange, not Strange Love. What's his name? True, True Love. Um, his name is Alex True Love, and he is kind of like this. I don't even want to say nerdy, but nerdy. I guess he just like is very like interested in. I can't even remember what the monkey is called, but it's his favorite yeah. animal, weird monkey, and like he knows like words that generally people don't know and he's very like educated and he knows you know he's really interested in like biology and the type different types of octopus and like all the different fish and you know he knows a lot of that kind of stuff and there's this new girl who starts their school named claire and he get has a crush on her and they meet they meet in uh in their like media co-op class that's what it was called in my school which Gave me all the feels because I loved my little production course that I had in high school. Ours was called Interdisciplinary Studies. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds so boring. Literally. There was in grade 10, it was called Media Studies. And then in grade 11, 12, it was Interdisciplinary Studies. Oh, they need to change that. <laughs> they probably. Um, yeah, and, and so they decided to become partners in that class. And they, they have like their own little show, which I was so jealous of. They have their own little like talk show that plays throughout the school or whatever and well, it's so cute the, the, the project that they do that's how it initiates they do this project on whatever they're supposed to do it on it's kind of about they do it uh they film it and then that kind of does well so then they start a web series called whatever Ooh. their high school is called um i don't know uh it's called oh my god i have it on the tip of my tongue because he says it a bunch of times <laughs> Anyway, whatever it's called, it's it's this web series that they kind of feature their school as if it's wildlife. Um, right. Like the Mean Girls references when they're like, you know, high schools, like, high schools are that different from when I lived in Africa. Girls, like, jump on, you know, whatever the references <laughs> yeah. they do to Mean Girls. It's very similar to that. So, anyway, they do this web series where Alex and Claire are the host and they kind of talk about... It's called, whatever their high school is called, um, like, Westdale High Wild, or Wild Westdale High, or something like that. Mm-hmm. What the hell is it called? I don't, I don't know. I didn't write it down. Okay. Anyway, so that's really fun. And then during that, they start kind of, he starts having more feelings for her, and at some point, he just kisses her, I think. Right? Hmm. Does it, is it him that initiates the kiss? Yeah, I think so because he kisses her and then he's like, "Sorry," and she's like, "No, I liked I, I like that." And then she, you're right, reciprocates and they kiss again, and then they start dating. Right, and she is, as I said multiple times while we were watching, she is genuinely so gorgeous and not movie star gorgeous like her and we all kind of discussed that we thought similarly in the sense that the character in this in this movie looks so realistic like totally they totally looked like someone i went to high school with 
yeah, I think that all the casting in this movie was great. Like, they all just look like regular people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all were talking about who we think the main guy, Alex, looks like. You said... I said um, Andrew Garfield. And then I think Nicole said KJ Appa. Uh-huh. And then I said Justin Long. So uh, we were all... And they're all right. <laughs> they're all correct. It was so funny. He looks like so many different people. But, we're, like, accurate. Like not, not like, oh, yeah, I can see it. As soon as somebody said a person, we were like, holy shit, yeah! Like... Yeah, I looked him up on Instagram after, and he's actually really cute, because his haircut in this movie is actually terrible, <laughs> and in his real life, he has, like, kind of longer-ish, kind of, like, skater hair, and he just oh, yeah? looks, he looks so much cuter. Interesting. I can't imagine that. I'll have to check it out later. Gotta check it out. Um, so, as we mentioned, his friends are very sex-oriented. They're talking about you know, where the wildest place they've had sex was, and they start, uh, they ask Claire and Alex where the wildest place they've had sex is. And Claire goes, totally casually, which I really actually loved because this would have never happened in high school for me. They go, where's the wildest place you guys have had sex? And she goes, oh, we haven't. That, if anybody ever asked me that in high school, which they never did, but if if a question similar to that was asked, I'd be like, Oh, I can't remember. There's so many. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody yeah. I know would ever have been like, oh, I haven't done it yet. I remember one time someone asked me and I said, well, I've done everything but. Uh, and then they go, no, you haven't. And I'm like, yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just so, I just loved how she was like, oh, we haven't. So I like that too overall, but I also wrote down, like, that's kind of mean, like, she shouldn't have... It's one thing for her to tell her friends, okay, whatever. But for her to tell his friends, it's like, come on. I feel like I would discuss it first and be like, what do you want me to say? I'm happy to say whatever you want me to say. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I just also think that, like, there's... It, I liked her... It wasn't so much that she didn't think of... Like, she didn't consider what he would have wanted, which is true. Absolutely. I agree with you on that sense but I really appreciated the fact that it didn't even almost cross her mind that anyone should be hiding that kind of stuff do you know what I mean yeah it is ignorant for sure and she should have addressed that with him maybe first or whatever or considered what he maybe he would have wanted but I just it just made me happy that maybe in the future that kind of stuff won't matter perhaps but I also think she had an interior and why can't I speak today interior not interior ulterior. alternative ulterior. wait what is it ulterior ulterior, ulterior. <laughs> Wait. What's wrong with me? Ah, oh, another text. Um, There's so much happening. <laughs> ulterior motive. An ulterior? Okay, an ulterior motive. <laughs> I feel so stupid. You're a writer, man. You should know this. Alternative motive. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think she had an ulterior motive because I think she wanted a reason to, to, bring, to bring it up that he has avoided the topic. Sure. So she used that as a way to be like, no, we haven't, because, like, every time I, like, want to, Alex, like, pulls away. Doesn't she say something like that in front of his friends? She's I like, can't remember if she's... I think she starts to, and he pulls her away. Because then the guys I, are like, wow, your manhood just got, like, taken from you. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, she, and said, it, she said something that I was like, okay, that's kind of mean. And then, and then he's like, whoa, like, what makes you think I don't want to? And then they decide... That they're gonna 
get a hotel room and have sex. Yeah, because she, so she has had sex before. We should preface. Right. This, this will not be her first time. She has had sex before. And so she's very open to this concept. She really wants to have sex with him. They love each other. Um, but as we've kind of mentioned, he is not sex oriented and he has not had sex before. So it also took him a lot to even just kiss her. So um, it is very difficult for him. But of course, he doesn't want to really reveal that. So then there's no, it's, up until this point, there's no mentioning of him questioning his sexuality there is however people calling him gay like his friends kind of i mean i hesitate to say jokingly in like a fun way but they are kind of saying it jokingly because he hasn't had sex yet so they're like oh you must be gay but they're kidding with him yeah i don't want to defend them calling him that but they do mean it they're not doing it to like hurt his feelings i don't think i didn't see it that i way. mean i don't know what they're doing but i feel like People making fun of other people for not having sex is just, like, I feel like that just needs to, like, end. Oh, I agree. And it's interesting in this movie because his friends seem to be, like we've mentioned, making fun of him for it um, at the beginning. But then there's a really cool evolution, as we'll go into, where they're very supportive by the end. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll get to that when we when we get to that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just I just wrote down like holy crap, so much pressure to, to like rent a hotel room. Like oh. I if I were him, I would just be like, "Don't I just do it like today?" <laughs> and then yeah. like we could rent a hotel room like maybe like our 10th time. The when I lost <laughs> let's let's get into this. When I lost my virginity, I did not have the plan of it happening, but I knew that day was our third date and 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 let me clarify the guy did not pressure me in the slightest in the slightest zero percent but I just knew I can't explain the feeling I had I just knew that day that it was going to happen in a few hours and the amount of panic that I felt was insane so where I'm going with this is if I knew oh okay in a week we'll we'll book a hotel room I couldn't survive that. I could not survive that week. I would need it to just kind of happen <laughs> by accident. I like, totally agree with you. I, you know I mean? like, yeah. The fact we're like, oh, next Friday we'll rent a hotel room. I'm like, oh, the pressure. I I would feel heavy. Like <laughs> that would hurt so bad. Like that that the panic would be just too much for me to handle. I feel like yeah. I feel like when you have like you know you have a meeting, just like a normal meeting. Like, within a few days, you're, like, panicked. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I need to have... I don't, I like being prepared for things, of course. That's my main thing in life, is to be aware of something that's going to happen. But at the same time, on the other side of the coin, if I know something's going to happen, I will panic about it. So, <laughs> uh, super fun. My teenage lives, lives, life was really stress-free, clearly. <laughs> um, you can imagine what exams were like for me. Yeah. But anyway, so you're right. They decide to have a hotel, get a hotel room. Um, but but we, again, that's not for a little while. Yeah. So what happens first is there's a party, a big party. It's a drama party. So like the kid who's hosting it, he's, is he dressed like, um, what's he supposed to be dressed as? 
I think he's just, he's in like, um, like almost bondage. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was from the movie, that famous movie. Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, but no. Um, I don't, uh, it's similar. It's very similar to Frankfurter, but it's not, I don't think it was ex- like exact, but it's, it was very Rocky Horror Picture Show-esque. You're right. And, and it looked one like of- such a fun party. It looked like the best party. <laughs> yeah, it actually did look fun. But because of the uh, because of the show that Alex and Claire have, the web series, one of the kids in their grade um, got information about a frog that you can lick, and you can get like hallucinations and stuff from it. So, what's the guy's name? Dell. He's not the one who orders it. No, no, but he's the one who licks it. Yeah. So he, the guy, whatever the guy's name is, brings this frog to the party he like ordered it from the amazon and i don't mean amazon.com or .ca i mean like the amazon (laughs) like this frog was delivered to his house or something it's so fucking weird but anyway yeah so dell one of my favorite characters which is um one of alex's best friends he licks the frog and so then this whole scene becomes this drug induced um hallucinogen hallucinogen i can't say the word (laughs) (laughs) hallucinations yeah and uh because meanwhile alex at some point alex and claire get separated in the party and alex stumbles into this room and we'll cross that bridge in a second but in that room he ends up smoking weed so everybody's high yeah and it's just this scene of being high yeah and the best part was this was actually where was it candace came into the conversation candace came into the into the conversation as soon as dell started vomiting um vomiting gummy worms yeah yeah so it was just it was just a bit of a crazy scene and that's when candace came in it was it was very funny but um yeah so there there that's a fun you know typical scene yeah because like the like stone stoner scenes in these teen movies they're usually like so silly they're like someone has like a puff of a joint and then all of a sudden they're like so out of it so yeah. this was a very unique way to get someone to be like tripping balls but like it's again it's not a cliche like i can't think of another movie where someone licks a frog in order well, to get high thing. also like when you watch the movies that do that where they do smoke weed or whatever even if they have more than just a puff they have like a full joint or whatever. Often people are like, "Hey, you don't hallucinate when you have when you smoke weed or whatever." Yeah. But nobody can judge the frog licking because I don't know anyone who's licked a frog. <laughs> right? Like, that doesn't happen. And this is the part in our conversation where I revealed to you that um, there's a thing that teens do nowadays. Oh. Apparently, I mean, I read this somewhere. I don't know where I read it. Where they soak tampons in vodka. And then they, like, shove it up themselves to get drunk quickly. So you mentioned that, and I was like, that's not real. There's no way. But then, I guess I won't say who said this in the chat, but one of the people, and it was like, oh, yeah, girls did that in my school. A.K.A. when she was in high school 15 years ago. Yeah. And I was like, pardon? I can't even, if, if I went to a party in high school, and I found out that there were girls who had vodka-soaked tampons in, I don't even know how I would have reacted. I <laughs> like turned around and left. Like, I would have been like, I'm out. I can't. We would have been like, wait, you guys use tampons already? <laughs> <laughs> wait, you guys have your period? What? 
yeah, so innocent. It was weird. So uh, anyway, that was gross. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So then the party uh, happens, and this is a a big moment in the story because this is where Alex meets Elliot, um, a gay guy from a different school. And the two kind of hit it off, like, not romantically, but just as people. And uh, I think Alex starts to, well, actually, no, he doesn't start to hear, but um, Elliot invites him to a concert. And that's when he starts to feel confused by his feelings towards another boy. Yeah, so he meets Elliot at the party, and then he takes Claire home. Like, it's, they meet, and that's, that's that. Uh, but it's kind of the next morning when Elliot texts him that... Alex, you can see he's, it, it's not, he almost like hides the text, which yeah. is the first, not a red flag. I don't want to say red flag, but the first inclination that there might be a little bit more because he, he doesn't just go, oh, cool. A guy from last night. He kind of is like, um, like jumps out of bed excitedly. Yeah. Jumps out. He gets a little bit excited, but he also gets a little guilty. Like he, he doesn't want Claire to see the text. It's right. not anything vulgar it's just like hey it's elliot from yesterday but that's it like he immediately is kind of like oh this is a he goes to the other room and texts him anyway like you said elliot invites him to a, a concert they go to this concert together and like uh alex sees two guys making out at the concert and not that that's a big thing or anything but he it makes him think Oh, like kind of a bit more about Elliot in that situation. Yeah, for sure. I um, yeah. I don't know about so I think that this is at the, this gets to a point now where I think Alex starts to think that he might be bi. I think so. Yes, because well, that whole the contract ends at whatever time, and then they go out. Like, yeah, yeah. They hang out like hours after. Right. Um, and I don't think we, I don't think, yeah, so he's kind of thinking, maybe not the bi part, but he's getting a little bit more interested. And he has told Elliot at this point that him and Claire haven't had sex. There's all these conversations that they're having that all of us in the chat were like, this is a lot of information for someone you just met. Right. But he's, Elliot's asking him like, oh, like, what's going on with Claire? Oh, how are you in love with her? Oh, have you had sex yet? Oh, da da And Alex is answering everything. Yeah. And he's like, no, we haven't had sex, but we have a hotel room booked for next weekend or whatever. Um, and you can see he's getting a little bit, he's starting to question his sexuality a little bit. Yeah. And when he gets home, Claire is there waiting for him and he loses it and basically calls her a stalker. And he's like, give me some time alone. Like, why do you have to be here? I just got home from a concert. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And she's like, uh, my mom's sick in the hospital, you dick. Yeah, I was just with my mom, and I needed some cheering up. And so that's when that's when we started saying, okay, red flags. Like clearly, he's getting angry. Like, um, um, what's the word? He's overreacting to mm-hmm. things. So and that's I don't... when I think he starts questioning his sexuality a bit more. Yeah. So when I went to high school, it was a very jock school. Like everyone, all the guys were into sports, whatever, and. It was, like, like I've said in other, uh, other episodes, like, I think there was, like, maybe two people in my whole school that I knew were out, like, and that was, like, that was, like, very shocking. And then I went to Humber College, the, the Lakeshore campus that is, like, known for the acting program, the music program, the film program, the fashion program. <laughs> and when I was in first year in res, I swear to you, every single 
person I met almost was bi. Every yeah. person I talked to, they were like, hey, how's it going? I'm bi. Like, they would just, like, <laughs> every guy was bi. And I was like, this is so, like, I was honestly, like, uh, a deer in the headlights from, like, coming from that high school to this artsy. Like, I didn't mind, obviously. I didn't care. But, like, I was just like, wow, everyone here is, like, so open about, like, everyone's yeah. just, like, making it with everyone. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah it, um in my high school I mean I grew up in Toronto but I grew up in the suburbs so it was not like the art scene downtown or anything and in our school we had a huge giant school and it was very multicultural there was every single type of culture and race and type of person and height and size everything um however I think there was out of we had 1500 students in our school and the, of the ones I knew, there were probably, like, three that were out. Right. Um, at the time. So, but no one, no one give a shit. Like, it wasn't, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know what they were feeling. If, that's fine. But when, when someone did come out or when it was known, literally no one cared. Um, but anyway, then I went to university. And similar to you, there were a lot, people were a lot more open and had this, um, you know, uh, accepted themselves a bit more and et cetera like that. And there was one guy I met my one of my first two days there who was roommates with one of my best friends. He, um, we, uh, we became close very quickly. And one day at dinner, he said, Oh, I just, so you know, I'm by. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But then a couple of days later at a party, he was like, actually I'm gay. And I was like, Okay. And he's like, I just said I was bi because he's from a very, very small town. Yeah. So he was like, I just said I was bi because, like, I didn't know how you'd react. I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool. Like, let's go on. Let's move on now. Like, yeah. it, he, it was just interesting because he came from such a small town and, like, thought that saying he was bi, I guess, helped him. Right. Like, I think that happens a lot. It's oh, kind of, sure. I mean, I, I, I don't like disregard people that say they're bi, of course, but I think a lot of times it's like the first step. Sure. And that's what Alex does in the movie too. He yeah. says, well, um, to Dell, maybe? Is it to Dell? Yeah. I was just going to say quickly before we get back yeah. into the movie that, um, one of my best friends who I met in college, he, uh, he didn't come out to me till like I was in third year and I, and I, We'd been, like, very, very close friends for at least two years before he came out to me. And I knew all along. Like, I didn't push him on it. Like, I could, yeah. like, I could literally see him flirting with God. Like, I knew exactly who he had a crush on. He would he would smile from me to ear when certain people would text him. I was like, oh, my gosh. I would just, I in my head, I was just like, I hope he he comes out soon because, come on. Like, he hasn't, he can't talk to anyone about it. Like, that sucks. And then finally... <laughs> I'm at his apartment. I'm in third year. He's like, "Can you sit down on the couch for a second? And I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "He's like so nervous. He's like, "I need to talk to you about something." And I was like, "Okay." And he like gets up and he starts pacing the room. He's like, "I don't even know how to say this." And I literally am like, "Stop." I was like, "Look at me." And he and he's like, "What?" I'm um, and I was like, "I know." And he's like, "You know?" And I was like, "Yes." And that was it. <laughs> and then we just watched a movie. Like, I was just like, I know. I've known forever. I don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's so funny. Like, I mean, I, I, I 
can't imagine the stress that people must feel about coming out. And I hope that I'm somebody who, I mean, it's not as common anymore now that we're 30. Yeah. Of course, it still is, but it's not as common. Yeah. Um, but I, I hope that I was somebody who people could feel uh, comfortable with because that would be so difficult. I can't imagine having to I know. not change yourself, but, um, you know, hold something that's so vital to your personality and to who you are. Anyway, it's, it's tough. That's, that's really tough. I can't imagine. For sure. But I think it's a lot easier now. I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. Um, me too. So Alex says to Del, says, uh, I'm bi. I think I'm bi. Yes. And I can't really remember Del's reaction. I think he's, oh, you know what? He says like, are you sure? And then he ends up pulling his pants down. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> and it's like, there's no way you like dick. And he's like, this is my dick kind of thing. Um, this is such a funny thing because it's like. That is, like, so, <laughs> that is so not the point at all. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what's so funny about it is, like, you could do that to a straight girl, and they would give the same reaction. They'd be like, ew, like, get away yeah. from me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, um, it doesn't go over, I, I, he doesn't react horribly, I guess, the friend, but he also does that, so it's not the best reaction, um, but he's also kind of like, I mean, if you're, sh- are you sure? There's no way you are. I don't really think you are, but okay, whatever. And he, he says something like, I wrote it down. He goes, isn't anyone straight anymore? <laughs> oh yeah. Cause he says like, everyone's gay, bi, lesbian, trans, yeah. you know, questioning the uh, queer, whatever. Uh, and then he, he yells over to Sydney, this like, this girl with like a shaved head. And like, she looks like she's um like a nineties grunge like bassist and she's like he's like sydney are you straight or something and she's just or what is it and then she goes i don't know the person right (laughs) i'm attracted to the person yeah um so anyway yeah they he tells him whatever now meanwhile they have not gone to the hotel room yet and that day is quickly approaching and i think um, at this point now, they're pretty much there. I th- oh, you know what? I think, nope, that's what it is. The day of the hotel. Can we go there? Right, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The day of the hotel room, Alex, I forget why, but anyway, he ha- he's with Elliot a couple hours before the hotel room. And they're in Elliot's room. And Alex kisses Elliot. Right. And... Of course, then he freaks out immediately, and he's like, "I'm you led me, or not you led me on? Sorry." He's like, "I'm not gay. You led me. Uh, you're you're taking advantage of me." And Elliot's like, "Um, you kissed me. Like I, I, you did all of that. I didn't do anything." He goes, "Yeah, you're confusing me, or whatever." He says, "Like you're you're seducing me with your gayness." <laughs> and uh, and uh, so that kind of causes a riff i think elliot storms out at some oh, not elliot pardon me alex yeah alex is just angry because he's he's just like why do i like elliot it'd be so much easier if i just liked claire he's, having, he's clearly having a lot of um anger issues or this this is manifesting in anger for sure 
So anyway, they go to the hotel room and they have sex. Well, you're just jumping right to it. Well, they do. What, what else do they do before that? Well, I was just going to say, like, all I, all I wanted to say about it is that I liked the scene. It's obviously uncomfortable to watch, but I liked it because it felt, it felt realistic. It did, and yeah. It, it kind of felt like, I think, uh, how everyone should experience it. What, in a hotel room? No, well, no, not the hotel room part, but just, like, the, you know, like, you're talking through it. Like, you're not just, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, and and she so Claire's very um, she kind of lets it happen slowly because she's ready, and it's very clear that Alex is not. But she helps him through it slowly. They have sex, and then almost immediately after, no wait, oh during, he goes, "Isn't it weird?" Right, that's right. He's like, "This is weird, isn't it?" Having sex with your best friend. And she's and like, we're like, not best friends, like, we're dating. <laughs> yeah. And right, then she course. gets really upset, and she's like, why do you seem, like, so uninterested in me right now? And he just kind of lashes out and is like, because I like someone else. Right. So, obviously, that ends very horribly. <laughs> I mean, I would feel so bad. I would just be like, I'd have such self-esteem issues after that. <laughs> a lot of issues, that's for sure. It It was... Yeah, it was. It was not a pleasant scene to to yeah. It's not a pleasant thing to happen, and um, so obviously that ends. And uh, I'm trying to think of if he goes to Elliot straight after or something. Um, I don't really remember. I think he just goes home and then he gets rejected from Columbia. That's right. Yeah, there's a whole university thing happening kind of simultaneously. Um, it, look, Alex just has a lot of shitty things happening kind of all at once to him. So does everybody. Everybody's getting rejected and shit shit on by him, but he's going through a lot. Um, what next? Um, I was just going to say that I had a funny story about when I got accepted to Humber in that um, I opened up the package. It was like, congratulations, you got into the film program. I went down into my kitchen where my parents were. I lifted my arms up in victory, which led to my shirt rising up near my belly button, which resulted in my tattoo being revealed. Um, and I had not told my dad that I got a tattoo yet. So my dad turned around and said, congratulations, and then looked at my tattoo and was like, what is that? And then the day spiraled <laughs> downward. And basically I left the house for like, a few hours so my dad could like digest what he had seen because he like literally he licked his finger and then rubbed it to see if it was fake and I was like uh oh my god I can only imagine your dad's reaction and then I came home after I worked a shift at Domino's and he was fine well he wasn't fine but he just was like we never spoke about it until maybe a year later I was wearing a bathing suit and then he was like you know what it's kind of cute and I was like oh thank god <laughs> Which one's this again? It's one on my hip. It's a tree. Okay, yes, right. Yeah. Remember now. Anyways, I just wanted to share that because that's what that scene reminded me of when he was opening up his letter. And I was like, huh. You had a flashback. I had a little flashback, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he gets, you know, this horrible thing with Claire. And then he gets rejected from the university that he wanted to go to. Um, and then... 
basically him and Claire kind of have a talk that's really hard for Claire. She's trying to be understanding and accepting, but she's also heartbroken, which is a very... No! Whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no. What's happening? Get out of there. You're you're in the wrong spot. So that does not happen yet. So he leaves the hotel, gets rejected, and then his friends come over and take him to a party. Right. And they're like... You, you know, you just broke up with your girlfriend. Let's go to this party. You got to get fucked up, blah, blah, Goes to this party. And he's still at this point convinced he's straight and is trying to convince himself that he's straight, rather. And so he there's this other girl who's, like, hitting on him or whatever. And he takes her into the room, and they're about to sleep together. They are fully naked, like, about to sleep together, but he cannot get it up. Meanwhile, Claire is trying to find him. To be like, who is he with? Like, I'm sure he's now with this new person that he loves. Yeah. That he left me for. So she finds out where the party is. She goes to the party. She walks in on this. And then that's when the nice... So he runs after her. And at some point he finds her, whether it's the next day, he's finally able to get near her. And he says to her, I'm gay. Right. And that's when they have the really nice conversation where, of course, she is supportive, but she is, of course super heartbroken um but i mean i can only imagine it being in her position like being in love with somebody having sex with them and then i mean i I think it would be very difficult i think i'd get over it but i think it'd be very difficult yeah Um, of course so meanwhile elliot i forget why elliot's so mad at him well, because he was so mean. He was like, stop being so gay around oh, me. of course. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, anyway, Alex and um, Claire are now on good terms, and they decide they're still going to go to prom together. Right. Because this, their whole friendship and relationship kind of revolved around them going to school dances and making fun of it. So they decide they're still going to go to prom together. So they go to prom together. And Claire goes, oh, just one second. She walks off and she has collected Elliot right. to surprise um, Alex. Which, again, it's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Because <laughs> at this point, so this is where we all kind of had an issue with this. Elliot, I don't know if he tries to kiss him or if they're just dancing, but Alex is incredibly uncomfortable because at all the school's there and he is not ready to come out. Yeah. And he is now kind of being outed a little bit. Um, and so he kind of has a hissy fit, but understandably so. Anyway, he gets over it, and then they they kiss in front of everybody in the school. And this is where his friends are like... Um, yay, go Alex! Yeah, yeah, like they're doing the like happy fist pump, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. yeah. And it's a nice little happy ending. What I like is that his friends are accepting. I could give a shit about the other people. Yeah. But his friends are all around and they're all happy. And some of them are shocked. Like, one of them, it's a perfect reaction where he's completely shocked. But then, it like, his shock slowly morphs into a smile. And he's, like, clearly so happy for him. I love that. Yeah, it was, a, it was definitely a cute ending. It seemed realistic. Like, this seemed... There was a lot of this movie, whether it's with him coming out or even just the look of the characters or the web series a lot of it seemed realistic to me it it rela- i could relate to it in my high school it seemed like these people yeah. went to my 
I agree. I liked it a lot. I, th- I felt like it was realistic. I feel like in the 90s, if there was a movie about, like, a gay teen, it was always so dark, and they were always, like, getting severely beat up, and, like, like girls don't cry. It's just, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, where you were just, like, oh, shit, like, this is horrible. But nowadays, it's, yeah. like, it's just so much more, like, light, and obviously there's still things to overcome, but, like, it's not as violent. Yeah, and I I think that um, this one, this school scenario was the most realistic to me when it comes to my experience, because there was no, there were, of course, groups, but there was no, like, explicit cliques. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, the drama, like, Del, when he goes to the drama party, he's like, ugh, the drama kids. So there's obviously, like, somewhat of a divide, but, like, not huge. Yeah, and but there wasn't, like, the jocks that only date the cheerleaders and the, the that didn't exist yeah. in this movie. There was the drama, but there was drama parties at our school, too. Like, that was, it was the people who were in drama had parties, and it was the drama party. But it didn't, obviously wasn't like this party, because that party looked so fun. <laughs> I feel like we watched another movie where the drama party was so fun. Oh, Booksmart. Oh, Booksmart, which is funny because there's a couple things that reminded me of Booksmart in this, like the high scene. Right, right. Anyway, I I really want to rewatch that movie. It's on Amazon Prime right now, and I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah, you should watch it with Mike. I know, I really want, because he hasn't seen it yet. Um, Yeah, that's kind of it for my notes. All I wrote was, like, this was so much better than To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I, that's the thing, is I really enjoyed it more than to all the boys as well and it didn't get as much no like to all the boys was like a friggin' huge for netflix original movies and it was fine but i like this one way more and it's interesting because the first time i saw this one like i said at the beginning i thought oh this is cute but i didn't really think anything of it and i wasn't really looking forward to watching it again for this episode but then i really enjoyed it the second time around yeah I think to all the boys, truthfully, I mean, I could be wrong. I think it's that Noah guy that really, actually, he's been in a couple other movies and they didn't do well at all. So that theory goes out the window. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a really good Netflix movie. Yeah, I love. I really enjoyed it. Um, what um, what was your Rotten Tomatoes guess? Okay, I haven't even looked at what it actually is. But my guess is seventy-seven. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I was gonna go around there too. I'll say. I'm going to say 80. I'll just say an even 80. Oh, that's such a cheap shot. What are we playing? Price is right? Well, that's what I would have said. That's oh. what I wrote down. Okay, but how about we have price is right rules where you're not allowed to go over? Fine. <laughs> and 78. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, fine. I'll say, fine. Um, I'll say, I gotta say, I'll say 82. Is that your, fi- gonna... is that your final answer? Sure. 82 is my final answer. <laughs> If you fucking say it's 80, I'm going to die. <laughs> it's 80. <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I swear I just looked at it. You're a piece of shit. I'm taking that. I get that one. Okay, wait. Okay, you are closer with 82, but we said... Now, whatever. Price is right rules I... are lame. No, price is right rules are fine, but I said 80 and you made me change my mind. I did not make you change your mind. Oh my god, you're our first fight, everybody. At least caught on air. Um, and I also, I'm giving this a rating of 7. I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to stick with 80. I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. 
Um, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> well, you won. You won, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to go with my crush today. I'm going to go with Daniel De- Dehenny, um, who played Alex. I don't know okay. why I have it. I have a dash George. It says, "What the heck does George mean?" Anyway, I have a crush on Daniel Dehenny who played Alex. Okay, um, I'm gonna say Jeff Goldblum this week. Not related to the movie, obviously, but because and this hopefully isn't too controversial. I don't know. I know that there's been a bit of controversy, but he was a judge on RuPaul this past week, mm-hmm. and. He did, now, it was a, I won't get too much into it, but it was a tough episode because there was a lot about immigration and Muslim, and there's a Muslim, well, sort of a Muslim drag queen who dressed in a hijab and and did their final dance, uh, their lip sync at the end, in this hijab. And obviously, drag queens in Muslim um, religion aren't very... Accepted. Accepted, thank you. But And so Jeff Goldblum asked some questions, which have since been um, understood to be a bit controversial. However, as a judge, I thought he was very funny, and he's just so charming. Um, what kind of questions was, did he ask? He just asked, well, he kind of asked right out, right? He was like, women aren't really held in high regard in the Muslim religion, and, and also you're a drag queen, how does that work? Are you religious? And uh, it was uh, a drag queen called Jackie Cox. And she's like, no, I'm actually not. But uh, my family is Muslim. Anyway, it, it's a big explanation. And and she handled it really well. And he handled it really well, I thought. But he's just, he's just, he was clearly like every, so, but throughout the whole thing, every drag queen that's coming out, they're wearing these like very revealing outfits. Yeah. And he's just being like, I don't understand. And he was like clearly very attracted to them. And he's like, can you please explain to me where your penis is? <laughs> it was, and they're all laughing. And they're like, this is not like, we can't explain it on TV, but we'll show you later. Like it was just, it was really charming and I really enjoyed it. And I love him. And I've also watched Jurassic Park this weekend. And it just, I just really like Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff Goldblum. And I honestly, as a child, you won't, you will not be surprised by this. I thought he was so handsome as a kid when I watched Jurassic Park. <laughs> also, like the rebel in the first one, kind of like the cool dude. So yeah. there's something very attractive. Totally, I agree. I like Jeff Goldblum, and I'm, that's very interesting. I'm I'm very interested that there should be a movie about uh, that Jackie Cox because how interesting to be. Muslim and to also be a drag queen. I mean, it's that's really interesting. She doesn't identify as Muslim anymore. But, I mean, obviously she grew up with it. Yes, and like, so she's it's just really interesting because she moved to Canada. So she's actually Canadian. Um, but she now lives in New York. So there's just a whole she's got a fantastic backstory. Very interesting. So she, you should look her up, truly. She's incredibly interesting. That's there cool. maybe will be a movie better one day because I absolutely love her. I also forgot to tell you and our listeners that I had my first um, quarantine date with a stranger. You did? Yeah. Oh my god, tell us right now. Well, okay. Well, we set a date for Saturday at noon. Okay. 
And so it was, like, the first time I put makeup on in, like, a month. And, um, well, I would say it went, like, I would give it, like, a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. He is so good-looking. He looks just like Joe from Survivor. Oh, boy. Like, surfer dude, curly long hair, piercing eyes, that whole thing. But I found that we were very different in terms of our personalities, and he seemed very serious. Mm. Um, I mean, I can't judge someone by just talking to them for an hour on FaceTime, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was fun overall. Overall, I was like, okay, that was an enjoyable experience, but yeah, I don't know if we're soulmates. That's interesting. Where is he, in Peterborough or Toronto? He's more so in the Toronto area. I guess I shouldn't be asking, like, what's his address? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's fun. Yeah. Nice experience. Yeah, so um we'll see what happens. But uh yeah, that's kind of it for me. What's what are we watching next week? Um I forget. You <laughs> I forget what it was. <laughs> what did you say? Um it's another one on Netflix with Mae Whitman. Oh yes, the Duff. The Duff. What year is that? Do you know? Oh crikey. Here, let me look it up quickly. Oh well, I'm gonna probably guess twenty sixteen. 2015. I wasn't far off. You still went over. Okay, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Duff, Mae Whitman, and that other guy. <laughs> that other guy. Robbie and Mel. Oh, and Bella Thorne's in this. Oh my gosh, I'm actually really excited. I haven't seen that in so long. So I don't know if we'll do another Netflix party, but um, it's on Netflix, Canada, as far as I know. So, Yahoo! Yeah. It was, at least, at some point. I don't know if it still is, but, yeah, we'll figure it out. So, next week is The Duff. Um, are we missing anything? I don't know. I feel like we are, but I think we've, I think we've done it all. We're just very um, efficient now. Well, I know that we don't have a 25-minute update at the beginning. That's every time. true. That's true. I know. Our episodes are so short now, it seems, but whatever. Well, we're almost at an hour, so. That's true. All right. Well, it was just delightful to talk to you. Oh, you too, my queen. And thank you so much to your brothers, Eric and Kevin Smale, (laughs) for the theme song. Do your Kristen Wiig sound. What's my Kristen Wiig sound? Uh, When she goes, I'm ready to party. That one? That's not a a song. Well, no, that wasn't it. But it's like something you do when you just go like, Hello! (laughs) Hello. I don't don't know either. I don't remember you mentioning it, but I I don't think I ever did it on purpose to be like her. I just kind of did it. Well, I don't know. I sound (laughs) crazy now. (laughs) We're all going crazy. It'll come out organically one day. Yeah, it will. Um, Okay. Well, I'm gonna say go go to our Instagram teenage dirtbags podcast, and also uh, I would really like it if some of you guys would um, share the podcast with some friends also if you can try and like rate it if you have the time to go in and rate it give us whatever stars you want um it makes well preferably five but you know we want honest honesty as well honestly i'm gonna be honest now with the honesty is this is quite i mean I, i know that it's not that hard it's not like we have that much to do right now um but it's hard to get motivated to do this podcast, don't you think, a little bit sometimes? Yeah, I would say it's definitely, there's a definitely um, something about doing it um, from a distance that is not 
as fun. Right. And it's, it's, it can seem a bit difficult for us to get there motivationally wise. Um, so what I'm asking from the listeners is I don't really know what, but something to motivate us, like even just, you know, sharing our Instagram page or like you said, rating it on iTunes or whatever, just to kind of get us, I don't know. Is that a weird favor to ask? I just, I just need some motivation from the listeners. Cause sometimes I think like, is anyone even listening anymore? <laughs> You know? Well, they are because I watch I, the downloads. I but I know you've got the you've got the the statistics. I just want to like get some, um, what's the word? Like some conversation between them. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why we love it so much when we shout out to people that are are reaching out to us because it just it helps us stay motivated. Yeah. So anyway, we do. I I I shouldn't have said that. I don't think anyone's listening because I do know a lot of people that do. And thank you so much for that. Um, you guys are really really great. And, yeah, we really appreciate you guys. I just find that, like, I don't know about you, but I, like, listened to an old episode recently. And it's just, like, the way that we talk is so different than how we talk now. Mm -hmm. Because there's just something about being in the same room together where you just, you're more comfortable. You're making the most insane jokes. Oh, God, 100%. You know what I mean? I mean, it's also something to be said, like, it's a much, it's much more of a time like this is more of a time set aside for this because we're not together yeah but when we were together it was like do you feel like doing it now no I'm not in the mood just quite yet okay I am now let's go like now yeah. I'm in the mood do you know what I mean for here sure. it's, here it's more okay we have this time together that we're both re- like available well, anyway so yeah. I can see that being a big difference. So I hope it's still enjoyable to people. I hope you're still enjoying it. I hope you're still enjoying it out there. And we hope you guys are staying safe. S-A-F-E. Because hopefully this shit ends soon. I'm over it. Samesies. Okay, bye. Love you, Car, And love you, listeners. Bye. Love you long time. Bye. Oh, can I just say one last thing? Yes, you can. Today, I started singing to my mom. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. And I just made me smile. What'd she do? She just started singing along as if she knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she did, though. Wendy, I can't. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wendy makes me so happy. Yeah, Wendy's good. Um, All right. All right. Goodbye. Guten Tag. Goodbye. (laughs) 